let's see. Maybe I can have Zach and Rod. Can, can you guys hoist this table and put it over here, please? Want it closer so folks can see. Got some ideas today. Hopefully it will help you to understand the Word of God more. Yeah, just out there where that dark purple is. Right there. Yeah, excellent. Now I came, saw all the people in the sanctuary this morning like, yes, they heard I was preaching. And then I realized what it was. The kids again. Kids always get front row. Some of you parents don't even know what your face looks like till your kids come. You're sitting there in the front row. But I'm glad you're here. Here's what we're going to be talking about. Life. We all have this, right? Not one of you cannot say this message has nothing to do with me. Life. And this is life. This is you and your life. How you start out. A lot of us start out with great hopes, young, strength. Going to take the world. The song's called I Speak Jesus. Okay, and I heard this song and I thought, oh my goodness, that's definitely going to be a message. Um, I've always wanted to be able to speak another language. I always have. Um, just felt that folks that can speak more than one language got to be pretty smart. Uh, it's difficult to learn English, and I don't even know if I've done that yet. Uh, but, and, and I always wanted my father to be able to teach me how to speak Italian, but my mother really didn't grasp it too good, so they didn't speak it at home, so I never did get to learn that language. But through this song, I realized, you know what, I do speak another language. And not many do understand it. I do. I speak Jesus. This is the other language. And so I'm going to speak Jesus over you this morning. And listen, and my prayer is that you will understand and believe and respond. You know, one time when Paul was preaching, he was preaching the Word of God like crazy, and he spotted someone, and he perceived that there was faith in that person. What he was preaching was making a connection, and it was being stirred, and faith was coming up in this guy as he sat there and watched, and somehow Paul saw it, and that guy was moved by the Word of God and received his miracle and his blessing that day. So that's what I'm looking for today. I'm hoping that the Spirit of God moves upon you today. Spirit of God. This is not a normal organization. This is supernatural, where supernatural things happen, are supposed to happen. In fact, you're supposed to come expecting them. Unless you got this cute little Jesus in a box, some religious form of him. And I hope you don't, because we're missing out on the power. Jesus is power. His name is power. His name is healing, and his name is life. And that's what the Lord wants to give to you. And I know what happens in life. And we're going to look at the difficulties and situations that come our way from life. Whether you cause them or whether you don't. And it just gets overwhelming and overbearing. Life is rough. You might have a few times of some joy. You might. You know, uh, whatever, a nice day or whatever it is, or a birthday or a vacation that never lasts long enough. But really, life is a grind. 
Life is difficult. We live in a fallen world, so it makes it even worse. So much hatred, so much death, unbelievable stuff coming across the news now like never before. Sin is rampant. Anything goes. This is what you and I are born in. So life can become unbelievably difficult. And if you have any truth, then you've got to say amen. Amen. Psalms 88, the psalmist says this, O Lord God of my salvation. He knew God. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thy ear unto my cry, for my soul is full of troubles. Full of troubles, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I mean, let's just be honest. Try to be honest and not some fake Christian. Everything's wonderful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 3 in the NIV says this, I am overwhelmed with troubles. You ever felt overwhelmed? That word overwhelming, swamped and engulfed with troubles, situations. Job said it this way, man is born unto trouble. That's what you are. You're born under trouble, and if you don't know better about the Lord and the things of God, someone gives you your bag of life and says, go have a life. So Job says, man, you are born under trouble. As the sparks fly upward, everybody's usually sat in front of some wiener roast, and the sparks just constantly, that's what our life is like. Trouble, toil, struggles, labor. Proverbs says this, and I believe a lot of people suffer from this. Heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop. Heaviness means this, anxiety and anxiousness. Anxiety and anxiousness. You think with all the comforts we have in our nation now, you would be the most peaceful, hammock swinging. You can probably get a robot to bring you your lemonade. But no, it's not that way. It's like super anxiety, super anxious, super stress, and so the heart stoops. New King James, same verse as this. Listen, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. That's why you're depressed. That's why you're bummed out. The anxiety that comes into a heart, the heaviness, the grief causes depression. The Word of God says that. This is what God's telling you. Lamentations 121 says this, They have heard that I sigh. You ever just sigh and groan? Sometimes I have when something breaks again, something major, I just go, oh man, no! He says, they have heard that I sigh, but no one comforts me. All my enemies have heard of my trouble. And that sigh is a groaning. It's a pain of grief. You get a phone call and you find a, a relative has passed away and you go, no! Grief, another thing. Life, difficult. And then there's Genesis 3.19, which to me is life in general. This puts it all in perspective. Because we decided not to serve God, decided to do our own thing, cut out our own life, 
God says, In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Life, it's difficult. I'm, I'm, really, if you're just skipping along through life and everything's wonderful and your flowers always bloom and your bank account never goes down, well, we need to switch jobs. You could take this one. Because I can't find that. That's not me. I mean, I had dreams and goals and desires and longings and youth and strength. And now I find myself 70-some years down the road. And life is kind of, you know, not, not so easy as I anticipated. It's not. The song says, the song goes on and mentions this, dark addictions. They're everywhere. They're in here. Dark addictions. The idea of a dark addiction is the enemy has a plan to ruin and destroy your life. Dark addictions. And he comes around and he tempts you any way possible with some type of addiction. It doesn't matter if it's drugs, booze, women, power, money, fame. I don't know what it is, but he comes. Whatever he can hook you in, he'll say, yeah, add this to your life. So in it goes. Your life, and your life is just quite not as carefree now. It has a little, bit of, well, a little bit of burden to it. This addiction, I can handle it. I'll get over it. And so you carry this thing through life. And then a song goes on and says other things. It says strongholds. Then addictions where you say, oh, I can handle it. And then it becomes a stronghold. It's strong now. And it's holding onto your life. And you're stuck by it. Because it is powerful. Fear and anxiety, depression, the shadows of disappointment, the song says. Shadows, we all have shadows, and usually shadows are scary thing. Then there's the depression. Oh my goodness. I swear everybody has depression. Everybody seems to be on something to try to get happy when it just doesn't work. Think about it. How can a capsule, a pill, or some type of powder bring you happiness? Think of that. And then there's fear. Fear. You ever get gripped by fear? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's real, is it not? And it's powerful. That's a spirit of fear. That should let you know that the spirit world is real. Grips you. And that becomes a part of your life. So now you're depressed. You have strongholds. And life is just quite not what you thought it was going to be. Life is starting to become a drag, a real drag. And then we could go on and make these. And in fact, I wasn't able to even carry all these. Had to get some young guys, strongholds. You have them. They're in your life, and you can't pull them down. You can try to hide them. You can spray perfume on them, try to make them look pretty. But it's a stronghold. The anxiety. Man, you all have that. We do. Just life gives us anxiety. Your child. Oh, they're so little and then cute and then things grow up. <laughs> Isn't it true? Yep. It's true. Oh, that's so darling, so cute. And I'm going, yeah, you wait. Yep. <laughs> you wait. And then how about sickness? 
out of the clear blue. Some of us don't, can't seem to get healthy. And it becomes a weight and a burden. My life was never supposed to be this. And yet it has become this. We live in a sin-cursed world. Fallen. There was not supposed to be sickness. Yet you have it. You got it. And life is becoming unbearable. Suicide's high, rampant, rampant rates ever than before. Because you know what? Life gets too unbearable. I can't stand this. I can't carry this. And you can't. You really can't. But unless you hear that song and the power behind that song in the name of Jesus, you'll try. This one's really hard to take. You ever been betrayed? Jeepers. You can't believe it. You stand there, maybe for years, still waiting for the person to come back. What? Huh? What did I do? What, what do you mean? Betrayal. David said what? My very own friend that I ate with raised his heel against me. Oh, betrayals are so hard to take. Add that to your life. Because I'm sure we've all been betrayed by somebody, something that wasn't supposed to betray you, did. And then, of course, the simple one, troubles. Now, I'm not the weakest guy in the world, but I, I can't handle this. I really can't. I can't take this too long. And this is how we try to live. You try to do your thing, work Raise your kids, go to church like this, say everything's okay, and this is your life. <clears throat> Unless you decide to change it. And you can, because you are the key. Jesus is the power, but you are the key. Remember, I told you I'm going to speak Jesus over you this morning. I ain't speaking Reader's Digest, I'm not speaking pastor's five ways to have a better life, some book with your glossy picture on it as a the writer. I'm going to speak Jesus this morning to you. John 16, 33 says this, in this world you shall have tribulation. Tribulation means oppression, afflictions, and stress. In this world, God is saying, you shall have it. And so you have it. You're sitting with whatever is yours, whatever dark shadow that I don't know, but you know, and God knows, you shall have tribulation and stress, overwhelming troubles beyond you. The Lord says, you're going to have them. But he doesn't stop there. He says, but be of good cheer. I have overcome all that. I have. I have overcome all the world. So that word means to, uh, cheer means to have courage, not in you, but in the name of Jesus this morning. You have the guts to believe the Lord and to stand up. Then the Lord will move on your behalf. That word cheer, be of good cheer, have courage. Jesus is here. He's here this morning. The Bible tells us what? Where one or two are gathered, there am I in the midst. So by faith, I am believing that the Lord Jesus is here on His ability to be faithful and keep His Word 
to me. And so he's told me in his letter written to me, have courage. Where one or two of you come, I'm in the midst. Have faith and believe that. I believe it. Philippians tells us this, that at the name of Jesus, every knee, strongholds, anxiety, fear, depression, troubles, at every knee is going to bow. And it can bow this morning through the power of that song and that message and the Almighty God being here. At that name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. That Greek term, at that name, should be, should be even say, in the name, in the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every knee in the universe, in the entire universe. Not only is Jesus exalted by his Father here, but the whole world is going to be brought into submission to the one called Jesus, including your problems, including the things that have infiltrated your life and have making it miserable, your life, the addictions, the anxieties, the fears, the troubles, more than I could bear. Hebrews 1 says this to us. God who at sundry times or various times and in diverse manners or different manners is what that means. God who at various times and in different manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2 says, Now hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, speaking unto us. Listen, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the Lord and the Word right now. He's speaking to you now through His Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. It is God, the Word. He's the alive form of the Word. Here's the written. He's speaking to you by His Word. He said, you know, times before I did it different ways. I did it through the prophets. He said, but now I did it through my son, Jesus. His name is power. His name is life, the song says. Psalms 20, verse 7 says, some trust in chariots. Trust in your own strength, your own ability, your own man-made power. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But you, hopefully you this morning, you will say, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Amen. You're in these situations that are overwhelming and overbearing and life is just too difficult. Don't trust in a chariot or a horse. God says, trust in me. Put your name. Put my name in your life. Trust in my name. And it's by faith. I know what I'm telling you. It's by faith that you can do it. God says, look, I told you, you're going to have tribulations. You're going to have fear and sickness, betrayal. You're going to have all that in your life. But I'm telling you, I've overcome it. Now, you have to step out and believe it or not.
but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. That name means his glory, his fame, what went before him. It means his reputation is what it means, the name. Here's just a little glimpse of the reputation of the Lord found in Exodus. It says this, who is like unto thee, O Lord? Who is like? Who, who, who? Look, you know what? I like sports. I like watching football. Them guys don't care I'm carrying this load. Their name, their name can't take this load from me. Their name can't help me. They have no power over this stuff. None whatsoever, whoever they are. In fact, they probably don't even care about me. Don't even know me. It says, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, doing wonders? Who's like that in your life? Who can you run to? Who can you come and say, please, please, please take this from me. Here, I'll trade you. You take this. Who's like that? And God's willing to do that this morning. God's wanting to make a trade this morning. Man, you want to keep this? You want to live this way? Like this? The addictions, helplessness, and the struggles, and the strongholds that just get a hold of us, and we can't get away from them? I wasn't born a young boy and saying, you know what, I'm going to be so fouled up and so full of addictions and struggles and strongholds when I grow up. No, it's just life. It's what happens. We live in a sin-cursed world. And you cannot hack a life out without that stuff attaching itself to you. You just can't. Now, I'd be shocked if you want to stay here and just embrace that kind of lifestyle. But most do. Most do. Look at what Isaiah tells the church and the people of God what we should be doing. Isaiah 40, verse 9, New Living Translation says this, O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. That's your job. That's it. You're not supposed to just blend in, mundane, grayish type, and you're just a, a, a shadow of everybody else. You're supposed to be bellowing this from the housetop through your life and what God has done through you and with you. What situation do you find yourself in? And I know you're in them. What's weighing you down? What's broken your heart? What's unbearable for you this morning? So I named some. But remember, the whole idea is I'm going to speak Jesus over these. Some of us get hooked up into evil spirits before we know what we're doing. You play with games that have spiritual things hooked onto them, and then they hook onto you. They just do. Now, when I was growing up, it's probably still out there. It's the Ouija board. It was that, that thing just has a thing about it. It just doesn't feel right. And then I remember Dungeons and Dragons, and that's a long time ago, but I'm sure they got more modern stuff now with evil intent to ruin lives, demonic spirits. Maybe you messed around with 
that type of stuff. Evil things, the games, the seances, thinking they'd be funny, making it real dark, thinking it's all just a game and a joke, or movies that terrify you with the evil they show. And now you're haunted by it, bothered by it, just can't put your finger on What's wrong with me? Well, Luke 10 says this. It says, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Speak Jesus over this stuff. Speak Jesus over that which is haunting you or keeping you up at night or gripping you with unbelievable fear. Demonic spirits are real. Speak Jesus over them in the name of Jesus. When you opened yourself up to it as a child or a teenager or whenever and didn't realize what you were doing. Or maybe still struggling with it today. God says, no problem. Speak Jesus over it. Jesus' life is powerful. How about forgiveness or maybe I should say unforgiveness. And unforgiveness brings such a guilt and a bondage on us. We have no idea how forgiveness will liberate the soul. None whatsoever. It says this in Luke 24, 47. And that repentance and remissions of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And if you're sitting there under guilt of what you've done, what you've said, what you've caused, the disappointments you've put in people's life, your own life, your own situations that's eating inside of you because of all this, this is you. God says all you got to do is ask for forgiveness. Lord, I've messed up my life. I didn't mean to, God. I didn't realize. There's the sum total of your life. Sickness, betrayal, your wife, your best buddy, whatever it is, they hurt bad. About healing. I don't even know if the church believes in that anymore. You got problems. We have sickness in this church. We speak Jesus over it and just see what God does. I'm not going to pretend, but we're going to pray. It's not a game I'm playing. It says in Peter, Peter simply says, you know what? Silver and gold have I none. I can't give you a dollar, man. I just don't have it. But such as I have, I give in to thee in the name of Jesus. Speak Jesus over your situation. We'll do that today, this morning. How about depression? Oh my gosh. We used to visit the hospitals a lot, especially when I was younger, attempting to get the church up and on the ground, off the ground. We'd go to the psych wards all the time. I don't even know if they, they I don't think they let us in anymore. We've tried to go in, tried to go into uh, hospice. Well, who you want to see? I don't have anybody in here. We just want to go and pray for people. You can't do that here. I said, well, we just want to pray. But people are dying here. It's no joke. That's exactly what they told me. Wouldn't let us. Depression. Mental anguish and stress will make you do things you never thought you would do. And the Bible simply says, 
Through faith in his name hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. So they're looking at this guy who was an absolute basket case. This was his life. And now he finds himself in his right mind, a purpose, freshness. And the answer was the Lord, they just said to him, that guy, the one you're looking at now, it was faith in the name of Jesus that did that, in the person called Jesus that put him in his right mind. Why would you want to hang on to depression? Why would you want to hang on to sickness? Why would you always want to be sick? Through faith in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yes, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Perfect soundness comes from God. It can come instantly. Or it can come over time where God says, you just keep trusting me. You keep reading your word. You'll be seeing I'll be giving you victory over things that happen in your life. I'll take care of all the troubles that have come your way, whether God wants to do it instantly. Sickness. Forget that. People would say, I'm just learning something in this sickness. Forget that. Who wants to learn that way? Lord, just get rid of the sickness that's tormenting us, please, that's in our lives. Anxiety, worried about the bills, about your life, about your child, about the nation, about our country. How could it not depress you? Lord, here's my depression today. I can't stand living this way anymore. In the presence of God, the Bible says what? Is the fullness of joy. Yet here's the American church. How can it be? Strongholds. What's got you today? What's got its hook in you? You never thought it would, but you're, it's in you. If you would be honest, you would say it. Big hook, big thing hanging off. Pornography. Hooks. And then fear. Afraid of your own shadow, afraid to do anything for God, speak up for God in the addiction. And God said, I'll give you your life back. This is what God will do for you. He will. Break every stronghold. His name is life. That's what God says. Actually, I'm going to call the band back up. Nobody's zipping up your Bibles. That's not the cue you're going home. It's the cue that I'm asking the band to come back up. As they come up, I want you to stand. Because I want you to worship to this song again. I want you to worship to this song as if it's, it's your last hope in life. Because God is throwing lifesavers out to people today because you're in water over your head, whatever it is. You just can't handle the betrayal. You can't handle the addiction. You can't handle the strongholds. And God says, I've come to give you life. 
more abundantly. After they sing, I'm going to show you in the Word of God where God has a song of trust that gives you God's protection. It's in the Word. They sang for God's glory and for God's protection and God's power. We got everybody? Go ahead. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Everyone Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is Your name is healing, your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire.
Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak in holy name. started what I was going to ask and that's you come down and you bring all the bricks that are in your life whatever they are there's many more that I haven't even named because I couldn't carry them and God say Lord please I need cleaned out I need a new life please come into my life Lord and take these things out look Isaiah 26 I'm going to tell you there's a song of protection song of trust it says this and I'm going to sing that song again and as they sing that song Bring it down. Don't pretend. Don't play games. Say, Lord, I can't handle this anymore. Get rid of this in my life. Psalms 26, 1 says this. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judea. They sang songs of power and might. We have a strong city, it says. Salvation will God appoint for walls and fortification. Open ye the gates that the righteous nations will keep the truth many enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because you're going to trust in him. Trust as you come like these here putting trust in almighty God right now. Then it says verse 4 says this, trust ye in the Lord forever for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. This is speaking Jesus over our situations, over our problems and trials and fears and strongholds and torments. And God wants to move tonight if you move. If you step out during this song, you just come to God and you give Him, give Him this life. Give Him and say, Lord, I've messed it up. Our altars are open. Let's sing that again for the glory of God. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Make your move. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Oh, the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind. Once you're all here, we're going to pray. Because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. Yes. Don't speak the world. We speak.